man, we got a four-time <laughs> NBA All-Star yeah. in the building. Yeah. Two-time All-NBA first yes, team. Yes, indeed. From yes, the sir. town, from Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, Coach indeed. Coach of the Memphis Tigers. Yes, indeed. AAC Tournament Champions 2023. Yes, sir. Yeah. None other than the legend himself, Mr. Penny Hardaway. Immediately, Kimfo. Hey, you know what? I appreciate that intro, dog. Man, that's love. Yes, man, sir. we appreciate you, brother. Yeah, no doubt. For what you do for the city, for sure. No doubt, man. Let's just get right into it, man. Like, why? Why Memphis, man? Why? Why a, a man of your stature, a legend, arguably one of the best to ever do it? You know what I mean? Real goat. Why stay in Memphis and do what you do for Memphis? Because the city needs me to do that. You know, I had to do my part, man. Uh, the city, obviously, born and raised here, raised me through basketball. I feel the obligation. And I'm determined to try to do my part in making this city better. Yeah. You know, and I think that by me being here, uh, even before I started coaching at the University of Memphis, you know, getting back into the streets and the hearts of the streets in Memphis yeah. to, uh, to talk to the youth and then being a coach, you know, helping, you know, us get out of certain situations, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're all pretty much majority coming from tough background yeah. and yeah. God blessed us with an ability to play sports or music yeah. or whatever it was to get out. Yeah. I got out. Yeah. Doesn't make yeah. sense for me to leave and never come back. Indeed. To show the way. Yeah. And uh, I'm just here to do my part to show the way to this this younger generation uh, uh, on how it's, how it's done. When you can leave, be blessed to get it and then come back. Yeah, man. Like, that's super solid. That's, 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 that's an immediately yes to me. Like, you know, for me, growing up, you know, seeing you know, seeing you early, you know what I mean? Like following you all the way back to Treadwell, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and seeing when you was on the squad with Elliot Perry, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and as a ninth grader, you know what I mean? Immediately like starting, you know, and um, and just being the first like six, seven guards that I see handle the rock like that, to be able to, to, to be able to switch direction, to be able to be that, you know, it, it started a whole wave. You know, what do you feel about like your influence? Cause like to me, your influence in the culture is it's underrated. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I hear these conversations and, and, and they talk about, you know, GOAT, Jordan for sure, LeBron, you know, in these conversations, but 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 what do you see yourself? Cause I see it, I see it like, man, come on, man, the influence with you, with your shoes, with the culture, with yeah, just just I remember. I remember, so I just like, do you feel underrated in, in a sense? I wouldn't say underrated. I'm gonna go back to the ninth grade, me. Yeah. Um, I had a great influence in Elliot Perry, who played in the NBA for a number of years. A lot of people don't know Elliot Perry, look him up. He's one of the toughest, smaller guards, under six feet. Uh, he'll say six one, but <laughs> yeah. you know, he's pushing six feet. But you know, to me, to be something, you have to see something. Yeah. You know, yeah. I saw it through him. Yeah. And I kind of mimicked him. You know, I was ninth grade, he was 12th grade, and saw how he was getting all the, the media hype, how he was a McDonald's All-American, how he went to the NBA, how he plays Kaplan in college. Yeah. I followed those footsteps. Yeah. And to have God bless me to be able to do that, and then to make it in the league, you know, and then be an instant uh, sensation yeah, when I hit the league. Box like, office, yeah. like, like you box office. It's like Memphis was coming out hard. It's the same when A-Ball MJG was coming out hard. Yes, sir, yeah. shout out to you, Ball and G. You were coming out hard, you know what I mean? And me and two, we were just discussing, like, we got to talk about the penny over Jordan scenario yeah. because this is a conversation that happens on my IG all the time about the shoes. But 
I remember yeah. the 95 playoffs. Michael yeah. Jordan, who I consider the GOAT. Comeback season. Comeback season wearing the 4-5, and the comeback celebration was canceled. It was canceled. He was cooked. <laughs> seared. He was seared, sauteed on the grill. Filet mignon. <laughs> by this man well sitting done. next to me. It you know, like, like you and Shaq was like, it's box office. Little Penny. Going crazy. Chris Rock going crazy. Yeah, those times were the good times, man. You know, me and Shaq, uh, Dennis Scott, uh, shout out to 3D, Nick yeah. Anderson, yeah, Brian Shaw, that group, yeah. Horace Grant. Yeah. Shaq was just, man, you know, just, it was a blessing all of us needed. Again, I saw it and I mimicked it. He was a mega star yeah. on that level. And I knew sure. where I wanted to be and to yeah. have him on my team, I can honestly say if we stayed together, we had championships because Shaq was just, man, for he sure. wasn't going to be denied. He couldn't be denied. Him. No, he like, like be denied. it was the, okay, he was not, not even comparing the two, but Jokic this year. Mm -hmm. Looked like you know, yeah, like Shaq, like, like a, you know, what I mean, like just the unstoppable, like it, 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 nothing you could do with him, you know, except for he had to throw a tray ball or whatever. Like when you watch the game today, and you look at the game as, as it was when you came up, what what, do you, what changes do you see? Is it is it a weaker game? Oh no, I don't think it's weaker. I think this is just the era we're in because I'm a huge basketball fan. Yeah, we could talk about our era was rougher, tougher, or whatever, but this era is much tougher as well because now they're expecting you to. Get behind that arc. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be to, able to shoot. You gotta be able to shoot now. <laughs> yeah. And everybody Jokic. can't shoot. Everybody can't do and it. And you look at a guy like Jokic, man, it's like Lil Wayne said, I ain't never seen like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he I just know. do it his way. He got floaters, one leg floater, same leg floater, left leg floater, fadeaways, uh, threes. Like I mean, yeah, and you got some guys, some really good guys guarding him. Yeah. Yeah. And he made it look easy, man. And that's just a, you know, a credit to his God-given talent. But yeah, for real. I am happy to see this era. You know, obviously, you know, we're talking about analytics. Yeah. And Data. what I'm still a mid-range guy. I'm not against analytics, but I think you can't take a part of the game away. And that's where Chris Paul, mm -hmm. you know, DeMar DeRozan, yeah. uh, those guys kind of get in there. Jason Tatum, you yeah. know, and Jalen yeah. Brown, they still kind of get in that area. Devin yeah. Booker. Yeah, definitely, KD, definitely. KD works guys, in that area. Yeah, guys still get in those areas, so yeah. I'm not totally against analytics, but I do know in this era, you got to be able to shoot it. You got to be able to shoot sure. You definitely got to sure. be able to shoot. But, okay, so coaching, though, the pivot, the pivot to, like, yeah, going from, like, player, to coach, going from like, player to coach. And then, like, that mentally, that mental thing, like, where it's like, where, because, I mean, as, as a player, you know, you always want to play, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and, and just like, so the, the, how was that mentally for you? And then the, the pivot, was it like, okay, like, yeah, right, it's time, you know what I mean? And you just make your move or is it like, you know, is there a calling? Is there just something of re-inspiration? In my, in my case, it was a calling, you know, if people have seen the, uh, the ESPN uh, 30 for 30 on the E60 stories on me and Desmond Merriweather, who was my buddy that was coaching at yes, the school. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, rest in he, peace. He was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer, rest yes. in peace, Des. He brought me into the fold back in my old hood. And um, a lot of those kids on that team were really good yeah. in middle school. And everybody, if you know Memphis basketball, middle school basketball is just as competitive, competitive yeah. and popular as you got stacked. Um, sold out gyms for middle school games, especially the good middle school games. Yeah. Like it's packed in there. Most middle schools around the country don't like that, but yeah. to come back, um, I guess it was, you know, my destiny to be with Dez, coaching these young men, uh, keeping them off the, you know, off the court, keeping them straight. Yeah. And then on sure. the court, teaching them how to play the game enough to be able to get a scholarship to try yeah. to get out of a you yeah. know, situation. So 
the for business. me that happened but the yeah. pivot was quick but the pivot was it was needed yeah. you know even though i was ending my career i was helping these kids understand where they stood and where they could go and how they could shoot for the stars and how they could live through me and how they could do it if they put their minds to it because i walked those same streets same hallways indeed at Leicester middle school and you know if i could do it you can do it so it was a it was a it was a pivot it was quick because it happened as soon as I retired, mm -hmm. but it was needed. Yeah, and and the, the progression with it, bro. I have to give it up to you because I saw yeah. you. I saw you come from you know it being the EYBL to doing uh, either high school East and then and then going from that be, being just not skipping not skipping not skipping no levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not cheating the grind at all. Like yeah. no, not having a hand to you, but just at every level being humble enough. When when a person of your stature, or whatever, could easily be like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna just fall back, you know what I mean? I'm, I, you know, I could correspond doing that whole thing or whatever. But it's like seeing what you did with doing with these kids. It's like you really see the passion in it. Yeah, that's really, giving back. You see like, the purpose in it, you know what I mean? And then to see what you've done with the program at University of Memphis, you know what I mean? And, and the year you just had last year. I mean, I just want to give it up to you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, give no, your flowers it. up, bro. Like, please let's give it up for my guy. Yeah, I, I really, you know, I thank God for humility. Yeah, you know, because. You have to humble yourself, you know, first of all, to be able to come back, to be in the hood, to be with these kids. I love them. Uh, I love them. And to just be there daily, you know, and it's amazing to see those young men grow. Yeah. Not only as basketball players, but from young men to men and the attitudes that they had before I got there to where they grew to. Yeah. And how successful they are right now. It makes me proud, man. And, um, you know, when me and Dad set out on a, on a mission, yeah, and the mission was complete because we got all those guys out of there. Yeah, whether it was Juco, yeah. whether it was uh, Division Two, whether it was D One, we got them out of there. Yeah, you, and that you, was you, a blessing, man. That's you, you that's doing God's work, man. Especially you, doing it in the town too, like you know. And I always say, you stay humble, you won't crumble, and your blessings won't fumble. You know, that's what I'm real, right? There. I like that. You know, you they got to stay humble with it. Um, you know, two, you have a close relationship with 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 Penny in in the sense of. Larry Finch, because that's doing your kinfo. Yeah, I grew up like, so for me, you know, with Shanae, Vicky, and all uh -huh. that, like, I grew up around them, and it was yeah. just like, you know, Uncle Larry, or Larry Finch, you know, but Uncle Larry to me, like, he played for the Tigers, mm -hmm. and your story is very similar to his, like, he played. OG, if you he, look up Larry Finch, if you don't yeah, look, look, up, look up Larry Finch, Mitchell Larry, Memphis Larry. Yeah, Legend. but, um, you know, he played for the town, went on to be drafted in the ABA at that time, played for the Memphis Sounds, and came back home and coached as well, similar to your story, so... Um, with the coaches and things like that, um, what are some of the coaches that inspire you and different things like that to do what you're doing? Well, just to talk about Coach French really quickly, I give a shout out to Mr. Herb Hilliard. He was the first African-American male to go to the University of Memphis and be on the basketball team. Herb wow. Hilliard. Mm -hmm. wow Coach Finch was the first African-American that brought the city together. Man. Him and Ronnie Robinson went to the University of Memphis when it wasn't popular. Yeah. Nobody wanted them to go. They wanted them to go to HBCU. Yeah. They wanted mm -hmm. them to go to Tennessee State and say, yeah. hey, go yeah. play for our people. Yeah. Coach Finch grew up in Orange Mound, which was five minutes from the University of Memphis, and yeah. said, I'm going to go there and make it different than what it was. Yeah. You know, it was frowned upon African-Americans going to Memphis State at the time back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he took the team with his teammates. He was a star player all the way to the finals. Yep, it was Bill Walsh. Against Bill Walsh in the UCLA. So, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what who I was coached by. So, and he's from the hood. He's from Orange Mound. Yeah. He went to the University of Memphis, and then he came back and eventually coached the, city, coached the team again, following in great 
footsteps. Yeah. yeah. Alleged yeah. footsteps, man. Right. So for both of us, we understood how to identify with the player because we were from where you're from. Yeah. And then we've been where you want to go. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's like a perfect mix. <laughs> I always tell yeah. people, man, you can't ask somebody, don't ask somebody from directions who ain't been where you're trying to go. How would they know? <laughs> yeah, they can't tell you. They can't tell you where they're going. They can't steer you, know you right They cannot steer you the right way. Like, okay, so, you know, I, I see this. And then another thing too, man, it was like a moment last in, in, the, in the last game when you got the whole team phone posits. You know what I'm saying? Super hard. Like, see, that, that kind of stuff, bro, like, you know, phone posits, like, are a, are a staple in the sneaker Classic. head community. The Galaxy phones are like, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, let's, let's just get into the, your influence with the shoe culture. You know, like, people have come out with shoes. I got, you know, people, they're, they're very great players who make shoes now, yeah, but, but their shoes don't thinking, do man. what your shoes do. Those phone posits, they, they still going to sell out today. Today. Man, it's a blessing, you know, because I was a sneakerhead growing up and yeah. to be able to have my own shoe. Shout out to Nike, man. I wore checks. Yeah. So, so I get checks. Immediately, yes. <laughs> I wear checks. So I get checks. Bars. So, <laughs> bars. <laughs> Stop yeah. for the bars. That's giving the love right. to Nike, man, because if it weren't for Nike seeing the vision. Yeah. And for God putting me in position yeah, to, to be uh, able to be here yeah. right now, to be, a, to be a sneaker guy, to yeah. have my own line. And to be able to have the phone pauses, which are like one of the most powerful shoes out there in the, Man, in the listen, shoe game. You, you can't go to the, like right now, you can't go to the DMV right now. Shout out to Shout everybody out DMV. DMV. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, listen, they I swear by Nah, Mo, they got to have them jumps, bro. Like, that's what they be on, like, you know what I'm saying? And I think, like, you know, you know, of course, Jordan is the GOAT, but Jordan's keeping it one thousand while is like from one to like, 13s maybe like you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. but like after them Johnson whatever like for me you know what I'm saying is where I get off you know what I'm saying but like the you know pause but I'm saying like <laughs> <laughs> but like yo Johnson you got classics you have classic color waves that could be able to go up against any Jordan you know what I mean Not definitely. Yeah, and, and, I, and you know it's, I really feel like we got to hit them with that versus though you know what I'm saying? We do. We do yeah. have to hit him with the sneaker versus man. You know, me and me and Shine over here, we yeah. we talked about this because I did a I did an interview and it's just obviously shout out to Timbo and, yeah. and Swiss Beats and them, everybody yeah, with the real you yeah. know, versus or whatever. But we talked about meeting with those guys and yeah. doing the sneaker versus. Yeah. And um yeah. I think that with all uh entertainers and athletes with these shoe collections. So we could pull some things off, we man. Gonna, we gonna do heads, it. We're man, to get about it, done. I, I really see it happening. I really, I really could see some real good competition between some extra crispy individuals, man. They got a lot of drip out here, whatever. Yeah. That, that when you go in their closets, you know, it's that serious. Like Fat Joe and people like that. Oh, yeah. They got lines, you know what I mean? Speaking of Fat Joe, he has a son with autism. Okay. I have a son, Jameson, with autism. Yeah. You know, we have our own nonprofit, autismadvocates.org. You know, your son has yeah. autism and he just graduated. And yeah, I you know, just give it up for your son. Really. You know what's so crazy about that man is when he was younger. You know, we noticed the pattern of him just lining bottles up. I don't know if he yes. had parents. He was yes. just into doing that, and uh, we caught it early enough for him to go through these to these specialists, and we caught it early. Yeah, and you know, he ended up being you know valedictorian of his class. Yeah, in high school. That's incredible. You know, it's incredible. Um, Two degree, master's degree, undergrad degree. I mean, everything. I mean, this is a kid who was born with autism. Autism. So he is definitely a success story. Yeah. And we're actually going to do a movie. Really. That's what's with up. me and him, and uh, just you know go through that whole ordeal, how that happened, and for him to be, it's brilliant. I mean, he's 
Have you ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind? Yes, I guess. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Jaden Jaden has a beautiful yeah. mind, man, and for him to be able to come through all of that, be playing basketball at the University of Memphis, and to do all of that educationally, man. I mean, you know, that's just inspiring. So listen, with, with having a son like mine, just Jameson, the twelve, non-speaking, and seeing what is taking place with your son is an inspiration for my situation. We're doing a documentary uh, called Instrumental because my son, you know, he wakes up. It's like. You know, I gotta figure out what beat he on. It's like mm-hmm. it's like writing when I hear a beat in the studio, I gotta figure out what the beat is saying and when we making the beat, mm-hmm. that's how my son is. I gotta kinda figure out where he's at and, and lining up things and doing that stuff. Yes, all of that. And it was definitely like it's a learning curve. So just seeing that success story, I wanted to definitely, you know, just commend you on on, on that. And even open about it. Too. Yeah. And we're gonna do more. Sure. You know, for autism because autism does speak. Yeah. You know, it definitely and like speaks. you said, I think that was beautiful. Like you said, instrumental. It's like you have to wake with the non-verbal yeah. kids, you have to wait to see. Yeah. You know, yeah. and a lot of people that don't understand that, you know, it's there it's very difficult. Parents that are that are have autistic yeah. children, it's you're blessed because they're blessed to have you as a parent. No doubt. You know, and no doubt. it is it is Dif- a beautiful thing. And for all the parents out there, you know, we're with you. We're parent we're mm-hmm. p- praying yeah. you know for you because you know we're gonna we get even in the verses, man, yeah. we get put Come on, we go, listen. Yeah, we, we, sure. we, we, we gonna do it, man. Like, and, and any of you guys that are looking for some some uh, support or some early signs for, for autism, autismadvocates.org, hit that up, and we can definitely like see what we can be able to do to help. We got an autism program going on right now where we helping. Because uh, one thing about it, autistic kids have their death rate is up when it comes to swimming. Drowning is the, is the, is the, is, the, is, the, is the one number one cause of death for kids with autism. And that's, that's, you look it up, it's crazy. So I had to like, okay, all right, we got autism. So what we're doing is like sponsoring swim lessons for kids with autism. And sometimes it's harder because kids with autism, like it take, you know, you got repetition. So yeah. parents spend a lot of money, a lot of money, and you ain't really next seeing the results yet. Yeah. So you need help to be able to do it. And that's what we yeah. do, what we do, bro. But I definitely want to commend you yeah, on that, you. man. Same like, and just, and just, sure. and just love, I just love, man, you know, your spirit, your energy, bro. You've always been, here, bro. been, um, been just, just been always one thou out, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And, and always carried Memphis in a positive way, a positive narrative. I always go back to you pulling up. To me, this is this is the one of my, I tell my kids about this, man. You know, 07, I got this song out, So Crispy, right? And the kids, they get into it now, it's retro, but it's like, you pulled up on me in the Crispy video, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And that, that, that. that day was just like, to me, that was like, man, like, it didn't get no better than that, you know what I mean? You know, it's just being that's able long. to, uh, it's like, you know, Jordan pulling up when Jordan came to Ed Rice, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like, the moments like that or whatever, bro. And like, and seeing where you come from and where you at and to still be able to give back, man, it's just, I commend you and give you your flowers, respect and your roses. Yeah, no, I appreciate right now, that, you know what I mean? But um, we ain't gonna hold you, Ken, folk. We know that you got a lot going on, preparing for the new season. We definitely gonna be following up with y'all on this versus, you know what I mean? Yeah, Listen, look yeah. out for that, that's on the way. And uh, I just want to thank you for your time. And I appreciate energy, it, bro. my man. For real, man. Much love, bro. Definitely. Much love. Appreciate Indeed. y'all. Thank yes, you. Sir. Indeed, man. Penny Hardaway, man. And we'll be right back like we left something. You did. Immediately.